What's up, y'all? This is Tony Powell, and you're listening to Powell to the People, the podcast, episode 252. Once again, the finest cast in the whole podcasting universe has reconvened. When I want to know what's going on with the New York City transit scene, who do I go to? What expert do I trust? Who do I have the most faith in other than my cousin, Mr. Keith Powell? What's going on, Keith? Man, a little bit under the weather, but I'm here because I love my family. Soldiering through. That's what I'm talking about. And when I want to talk local TV news, who's the expert I rely on other than my favorite director, who's also my favorite brother? What's going on, Mr. Mark Powell? What's up, fam? What's up, world? And when I want to talk local New York City real estate, who do I trust more than a man of the cloth? Bishop <laughs> Eddie Kane Jr. World calls him Derek Powell. I simply refer to him as my cousin. What's going on, DP? Everything is good. Always good to be in the cipher with the cats. How you guys doing? Oh, good. Nice to have you back. I mean, we missed you last week, but you know, show goes on. It's a show business. Show must go on. Um, before we get too. started, um, I do have some uh, housekeeping to take care of. Uh, I got a text. I guess it was a uh, Friday, maybe Friday. Friday from our cousin Chrissy, Chrissy, who listens to the show regularly. Uh, in fact, she plans some of her time around it. I mean, she plans time to listen to the show. She listens to the show all the time. She gives us feedback when we need it. And apparently, uh, the show was posted with only three minutes worth of running time. Now, sometimes what happens is when I upload it, the 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 uh, server that we use uh, for whatever reason is that you know there can be a glitch and 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 the whole podcast doesn't get uploaded it's happened a couple of times it doesn't happen often but it does happen and i bring this up to you guys because it took a listener to inform me that the show was not up in its entirety so i, I i'm just really curious about where you guys are in terms of the editorial uh, content of our show that y'all could just be so lackadaisical that you wouldn't say a word and say, hey, did you know uh, that the show did not fully load? You know, I'll take this. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. You didn't notice either. <laughs> yeah, I talk about me. <laughs> we, what are we talking about here? We're talking about practice? You didn't notice either. We, we had are... to tell your ass that this show didn't upload and you come and ask and say, hey, you know, you, your house is dirty? You live there. Yeah. yeah. And, and on another note, um, as it was mentioned, um, I was off uh last uh Monday. So that that you know, basically it was for the whole week. So that's why I didn't uh let, you know notice it either. Because if I was working, matter of fact, if I was on the show, it wouldn't have been no goddamn issues because I hose it down. But because I was off last week, you know, I couldn't get at it the way I needed to. But um, you know, well, you should have like Mark said. Well, usually I do listen to this the show, but I was a little bit under the weather. And I didn't feel too well. And there was a lot of things I had to take care of. So I didn't get a chance to listen to the show. So, Anthony, why you didn't listen to the show? You know, now here's here's what you guys don't know. When the show gets edited, I listen to the show 40, 50 damn times trying to make sure that everything is right. And so, as I said, when I uploaded the show, it shows show uploaded. Okay, fine. I write in the description uh, of the episode and then uh, I post it. So, you know, it's not like I was not listening. And what I saw and what I, here's what, you know, visually what you see when you edit is you see the entire track. You see all of the, uh, um, the whole track, but for whatever happened, whatever reason, I guess when it uploaded, it didn't, you know, nobody, uh, other than Chrissy. Thank you, Chrissy. Thank you for being, uh, you know, stand up. (laughs) This is what we got to do. This is what we got to do. We got to tell our listeners, you know, y'all got to reach out to us, you know, um, 
Good point. X, uh, Facebook, Instagram. Let us know if the show doesn't you know come on the way it's supposed to. Thank At you. least we would know. Yeah, really. You know, yeah. I'm, you know what? I'm putting the blame on the audience then. It's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> we here providing the entertainment. It's your job to get it. That's it. It's your fault. <laughs> Anywho. Um, so, you know, over the weekend, uh, Keith had uh, texted me an a, a interesting question. What, 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 was the, what, what was the question, Keith? The question is, what has happened to the black man uh, since 1950 or 1960 to now, uh, right. 2023? Yeah, I mean, it's something that we should be thinking about uh, um, relative to the world. I guess it's sort of like a, a, when you have a birthday, you take inventory, you know. Birthday's coming up, you, you take inventory. You say, well, all right, I'm this many years old, and what works, what doesn't work? What can I do better? What should I start doing? All of those things. And so since 1963, the March on Washington, which again was, we had an anniversary this year. This, this, that's why it's important. This year, this year is the, the 60th anniversary of the March on Washington. And as black folk, I think we all are kind of obligated to, to take up, take, take inventory. This is a, this is a birthday for all of us. This is a, it's a birthday for, for the culture. Um, it's time for us to take inventory and say, well, okay, well, what has happened since then? What was Martin Luther King asking for in the March on Washington? He was asking for uh, fair jobs, fair wages, better housing, uh, an end to discrimination, uh, fair voting, voting rights, uh, among other things. And then you look at where we are in 2023, and, and sadly, a lot of those numbers keep popping up. The, the It's getting harder. For black folks to vote, you know, in the state of Georgia, where the majority of the population lives in the state of Georgia, in the in the state where the majority of the population lives, they live in the cities. They, so they live in Augusta, they live in Savannah, and they live in Atlanta. That's where the people live, and in, in the suburbs of those those major areas. Mm-hmm. And those areas where that that tend to have more black people living in them, it is hard as hell to just go down to the local. Uh, polling station and cast your vote because they'll put like one or two machines at the polling station in Atlanta, but you'll have 30,000 and, you know, and possum dick Georgia, just, you know, like 35 miles from Atlanta out in the stick somewhere because they want those folks to vote uh, in terms of labor, in terms of wealth, accumulated wealth. We're still way behind in terms of, I, I, I pull some numbers just so, so you guys, we have something to, to latch on to. Uh, life expectancy for black people in 2023. This was all all the Crestor and all, all of those those drugs you see on TV. Life expectancy <laughs> for us is uh, let's see here it is. Uh, what I'm uh, oh okay it's uh, 75 for women. That's the average. That's the average. Of course, you know for all of us, 75 for women and 67 for men. Compared to for for white women for whites, white women live to average age of seventy nine, and their men live to an average age of seventy four. So for men, that is a seven year difference in life expectancy. How long you're expected to live? You know, all things being equal, mm-hmm. um, and that's just that's the life expectancy. Then I then I did the numbers for just wealth, just the median uh, net wealth, household income for whites versus blacks. Versus Latinos, for white people, the median household income is one hundred and thirty thousand dollars. 
For black folk, it's nine thousand dollars. You said nine. Wait, 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 wait. what? It's nine thousand dollars. Maybe you got that wrong. Nine. One, 000. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. With three zeros. Nine. Yes, not quite ten. Yes, nine. Okay, Anthony. I and for Latinos, it's seventeen k. Okay. In nineteen sixty. On my chest. The the black house black household income was nine thousand nine hundred and nineteen dollars. That was in nineteen sixty. So no change. Okay. No change. <laughs> this is what you say. Mm. In twenty twenty one, there's only six percent of black Americans who earn a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah, something wrong. Something wrong with them with the numbers. I mean a big difference. A hundred and thirty-nine thousand and nine thousand. Right, and so when you start to to um, look at the historic numbers, and again, we're talking about sixty years, sixty sixty years, and you know, and I guess that the 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 rationale from some would be, well, you know, look at all these black millionaires you have, look at all these people doing this, you know, look at you know uh, Bob Johnson, he's a big, you know, uh, uh, Kanye's a billionaire. Okay, yeah, okay, sure. There's 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 tools and fuse. Um, right. but that does not account for the great majority who are living below the poverty line. Yeah. You know, I mean, that 130,000, obviously that's, that's, that's the the median meaning that there are people who make obviously more than 130,000 and obviously less. But if you have many, many more making millions and billions of dollars, <laughs> Uh, then that that kind of says okay that that raises the median income. So the fact that we have, you know, black billionaires is still not really moving the line in sixty some odd years. I mean, Latinos have fared better, but then again, that Latino number has to be kind of toyed with because when they say Latino, what are you saying? Are you saying um, uh, non-Hispanic uh, white Latinos, or you know, like white Latino or black Latino, or 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 somewhere in between. So there's a lot of, lot of, you know, playing with the numbers in there, but in terms of just in, in black and white numbers is 130,000 to nine. No, like we were talking off the air and I was saying about the athletes, the rappers, if there was no rap game, where would those people be? So you, you take those millionaires or billionaires away. Athletes, if they were not getting the money, now that if they were getting the money that they were getting back there in the sixties or seventy, we would be really, really down on the totem pole. Yeah, I mean, income inequality is something that 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 they're starting to recognize across the board. I mean, that's what that uh, United Auto Workers strike is about. That's what the Writers Guild strike was about, and the Actors Strike and Directors Guild. All these people striking these national strikes. That's what that is. That's that's people recognizing that the way the system is worked and rigged rigged against poor people is is devastating um and you know uh but but this to me was was like the most stunning thing the fact that i'm gonna live less and be broker too is a little hard to bear with all the other nonsense that you have to deal with just being black male in america well i'm I'm gonna bank on our genes and uh i, I think all of us is going to get up until our 80s and 90s we're gonna be good money but you know, there's gonna be some folks, man, who's gonna fall under that uh that umbrella, and it's not gonna be good, you know. And you know, we talking about you know nine thousand. Now you know all four of us, we we good money, you know. I see cats pushing benzes and building homes and suburbans, you know. So I know, I mean, we feel bad for our people, but 
we good though, right? <laughs> We're part of the. Uh, if you go by the we, WD, <clears throat> you know, cat. Hold on, wait a minute. Cat just went to Rhode Island, vacationing, spending money. You know, just just living it up, just living it goddamn up. You know, so yeah. I think I feel you know the numbers. Yes, are bad, but right. <laughs> you know. Are we really in that group? <laughs> but, but think about no. it, Dirk. We weren't in that group. You gotta remember, mommy we raised us. We raised okay. us, and we didn't have a whole lot. You know, when the last that, time you been in that group? I don't know. It's been a I've while. been in your basement. You got a room that's like a goddamn bunker. If something went wrong, y'all can eat for four years, man. Get out of that bullshit, man. <laughs> so yeah. you know, I feel bad, but I feel good for us. How does that sound? That sounds better. Mm-hmm. That sounds horrible. I know it does, doesn't it? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Wait. I get yours. Is that what you're saying? That's really what you're saying. I got mine. Get yours. Um, yeah, yeah. That's that's about it. He <laughs> <laughs> probably is. That's about right. You know, I feel bad, but you know, I'll I'll sleep okay tonight. I'll sleep okay tonight. I'm be all right, man. I don't know what else we can do, man. You know, March no. we shall overcome. I, I don't. I don't know, man. It's been sixty. It's been sixty goddamn years, man. Shoot. Marches have not been working, Dirk. The marches done played out. Okay. Oh, the the four of us on this podcast um, kind of fall into the uh, WB Du Bois thing about the talented tenth. We're on the up on the upside of that. Yes. Horrible curve. Mm-hmm. But the problems. I remember I was at a basketball camp, Villanova basketball camp, my junior year. Doctor J came and spoke to the uh, spoke to us. The year, the year that uh, Villanova won, the first year that went Raleigh, so whatever year that was. Um, okay. And he came and spoke to us, and he did the classic thing they always say at the camps, you know, how many of y'all think you're going to make an NBA, and all these hands go flying up? And he was like, no, none of y'all. It's just a statistical almost impossibility for that, for, let alone all of you. Heck, if two of you made it, it would be a, a major coup. And what they've been saying, these athletes have been saying it all – the later athletes, and I guess starting Doc, because Doc is when I first kind of started watching sports. Those guys have been saying all along, instead of trying to be the the basketball player or the rapper, heck, Derek knew this. Instead of trying to do this, why not I do that? Why not, you know, because we're all not going to get there. That's an impossibility to think that we're all going to get there. And if, and if you're only told the way out is by dribbling this ball, what if you're 5'8"? What if you're five seven? You know what? Maybe you should learn, you know, some math. And said also another thing they've always said that is a hard sell, and I understand it's a hard sell, is that you know what? It's it's not a crime to be the branch manager of a local, I don't know, bank, bank or stop and shop or or um, I don't know what the Dick Sporting Goods, something like that. That's not a crime because that's still a good financial life. That's that's a good secure life, just because you're not you know riding on a private jet, you know taking charters for the NBA or the NFL or whatever. What you're trying to do is have a good sustainable life, and that will also start you on a path to be able to pass down. So now you're the district manager of two Dick Sporting Goods stores. You know you work your way up, work your way in. You know you go to school and do a whole nine yards. That's a good nice six figure income, which in turn allows you to give your children a head up on life. But if you bank everything on, I got to, you know, do this, there's a lot, it's a lot easier to be the branch manager of a regional store than to be the last guy on an NBA bench or the last guy on a, on a European. It's, it's just math wise. It doesn't make any sense. 
So if more of those guys took that avenue, and you, and you can go to school on an athletic scholarship, heck, that, if they're going to pay for you to go to school, absolutely. But go to class, you know, and understand agree. that, heck, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm probably not going to get there. And if I do get there, great. But if I don't, guess what? I have a degree in finance. I have a degree in law. I mean, I, I was... I took um, one of my, when I was in school, I took a, uh, a free, uh, not freelance, uh, an elective. It was a law elective. I loved it. I thought it was great. I, I didn't, well, I forgot the exact law, but it was one of those years that if I didn't do television, I could have seen myself going that route because it fit my scope. Mm-hmm. Too many of these guys that go to school and they think, man, you know, think about, just I'm lastly, think about this like, a, I don't know how many guys on the Alabama football team. Mm-hmm. And some of those guys came out of high school and they were probably the stuff. They were probably the number one guy. And then they got to Alabama yeah. and they, were, they went from being top to being fourth string. Mm-hmm. But that fourth stringer still thinks he's going to make the NFL. You know what? Fourth stringer, you need to go to class. <laughs> you, know what, I mean, you make a great point about that. I, it's true. Like, you know, I remember uh, uh, when I first got to Virginia, you know, and you, and I, you know, hanging out and you, see, you meet the basketball team, you meet all these guys and everybody's, yeah, I'm on the team. Oh, cool, cool. You know, and then, you know, season starts, you go, man, this guy is buried on the bench. You know, I mean, you know, so this guy came from somewhere where he was the man. He got that scholarship to the school and now he's on the bench um, and trying to hang on to that scholarship. And I I think uh, one of the things uh, Coach Prime said, uh, Deion Sanders said a couple of weeks ago was I would like to have a combine, not for athletes, but for kids who have the skill set and who've been uh, taught a certain way to be able to get a great job, to your point, Mark, he was saying it needs to be a combine for my athletes, my guys, because mm-hmm. all he said all these guys are not going. Yeah, you know, it's just just it's just not going to happen. Everybody's not going, and they got to know that when they come here. And I let them know that when they come here, you know, if you get in, great. But you know, odds are it's probably not going to happen. But I want you to use this opportunity, this exposure to, you know, to demonstrate your character. I want you to be in the classroom to, to get knowledge so that when it's time you can, we can use these connections to get you a great gig somewhere. And I think that needs to be said. I, th- I think, you know, <laughs> going back to the, the original premise, the, uh, of, of the, uh, you know, in the WB, uh, WEB Du Bois talented 10. Yeah. There's a lot of talented tens. There's a lot of talented tens, but even those talented tens are run up against um, opposition. Yeah, yeah. And 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 uh, entrant, you know, they, they don't they don't want you know. It's funny they don't want you to talk about racism. They don't want to say it. They want you know they don't want to talk about uh, 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 critical race theory. But critical race theory is based on the idea that we have entrenched racist systems. The fact that in sixty years the average wealth of, 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 of black people and black families has not really increased in a statistical way that you could see a change or the fact that life expectancy uh, in the face of modern medicine has still got us you know, living way less and living harder than, than uh, our white counterparts. I mean, when all things are accounted for, th- th- this is what we're talking about. We're talking about poverty. We're talking about the... In- the the lasting legacy of slavery. People want to act like you know slavery was millions of years ago. No, it wasn't no, some no, evolutionary no. change. This this literally mm-hmm. just happened 
you know, to the point where in our lifetimes, there were people who were probably born into slavery that were still alive when we were alive in yeah. that same same time frame. You know, if you if you if you a child born in in, in nineteen in eighteen sixty, and you lived for 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 uh, I don't know, well, if you lived a hundred years, you made it. I mean, if you made it, lived a hundred years, we would certainly be in that in that that time frame. Or certainly, yeah. or certainly, or certainly, your children. But remember, Anthony, I told you there were slaves up until the nineteen seventies. Right. That, that they didn't even know they were free. They didn't yeah. even know they were free. But I have a question for you and Mark. When your guys moved to Long Island, right. were you the only black family in the particular area? We were the ones Wait, that were, yeah, I, I, I allowed Comac to get extra money, you know, get federal dollars because they had finally had some black people in there. That's how that's how few there was. It was like two, there was us and there was two others, right, Mark? Well, here's an even bigger story. Um, I was, you know what? I was, uh, what's it, uh, um, I was Jackie Robinson because the school <laughs> oh, I went. Oh my goodness! No, here's a joke. No, no joke. We went to. Uh, I went to elementary school for one year. I was. I got, we got there. I was in sixth grade. The school was. Uh, it was called uh, Indian Hollow. So the first day of school, because we started school, I, we can't. We moved after we, school already started. Native American Hollow. <laughs> yeah, moved after school, <laughs> after school already started. So I was probably. I think we moved about a m- couple of weeks to a month. After, because you know, it takes a while to close and all that right. stuff. So we get there. I remember uh, we pull up, um, and we're in the principal's office. You know, you, you, they, they how they do that. And my, my and dad sitting there, and mom says, "So, h- how many um, uh, black students are in the school?" He said, and he looked the principal and said, "He's the only one." Wow, I was the he only said, one. He said, "In two days, there'll be one." <laughs> <laughs> so, so that was the thing. But you know, that's. That's and I understood why we moved there. It made perfect sense to do that because at at a point, sort of what I did in myself, there's points where you're looking for a house, but also and Derek could probably relate to it. You also look for school districts. I mean, oh, yeah, there's a house here that I like, but the school district is horrible. There's a house here that I also like, and the school district is great. Let me give my ch- child the chance to be in a better school district. Why well, it makes no sense to have. This fabulous house and your kids do around a bunch of idiots. You can have, say, and we, and I'm not saying my parents' house is okay, but an okay house, and his kids are in a fantastic school district. It's just that's what you do. That's what the model is. And and a little side note back to uh, the, about the guys who were on the bench. Anthony know this guy. One of my favorite plays when he, when Anthony was at uh, UVA was a point guard who I just swore and knew was going to be a star. Othell Wilson. Yes, sir. Number this 11. was going to be big time. He was a big time player on his on these Virginia squads that were ranked, what, top four, top one? Yeah, final four. And he couple had a cup of coffee in the league. Got drafted in the second round and never really did anything. And, you, and now you pretty sure you taught this guy. He probably swore up and down, I'm going to the league. I hope he went to class. I hope he paid attention. But he was a guy like many. You thought, how's he not going to make it? This guy can play. And he didn't. So when you're the Last guy, you need to go to class. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the reason I brought that up because your guys moved out there in the seventies, in nineteen eighty, eighty, yeah, nineteen eighty. This is twenty twenty three, and y'all were like two, uh, two or three families out there in Comac, Long Island, at the time. I think four, fa- even I four names of them families. Yeah, yeah, four families. Now your surrounding neighbors were all white, so they were already ahead of the game by the time y'all got there, right? 
they was already submitted into the um the area. The kids were already in the schools. They don't from elementary, they don't already went to junior high school. They are already there. So they've been they had on you, Mark, they had what a, a six year advantage on you by the time you got there? Not necessarily on me in particular, because the elementary school I went to in the city was a good elementary school. My mother yeah, was, I'm not talking about education. I'm talking about uh, finances. Finances and growth. Oh, no, oh, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. There was no there was my parents um were probably one of the few parents that actually both parents worked. A lot of them were stay at home moms. Right. Right. Um so it was, you know, which meant that the father was making a nice chunk of change to mm-hmm. be all the generational wealth that they had allowed had. them to buy way cheaper, way sooner. Uh and that's my point. Yeah, yeah. That's my point. That's it. They they had it before. Even even though y'all y'all got out there, they were there before you and they probably had other family members there before them. Yeah. So that generation generation wealth just grew. Yeah, that that development they moved into wasn't like it was a new development, but like it's funny if you look at the houses now. If you look at if you, if you drive through the neighborhood behind my parents' house, the houses are not. And Anthony knows they're not "quote unquote" better than our mom and dad's house. Mom and mm-hmm. dad's house, compared to what's behind them, is way over the top compared mm-hmm. to what those people were living in. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, my, my parents they bought a model home, which mm-hmm. and a funny thing is that that model home never really got built. But it had all the bells and whistles. <laughs> so the people behind us had lower price homes because they had lesser homes than what mom and dad wound up buying. But they were able to get there because here's you know, nineteen eighty with the houses they probably bought the house for actually when my parents got there, their house is probably in the fifty thousand range. And the people who lived there, my friends probably probably too, or probably parents probably bought their house. Probably the twelve thousand range, maybe twenty thousand. Big difference. So yeah, they got they got a thirty thousand head, head a thirty thousand dollar head start almost. Yeah, right. And they had the equity and everything else. I mean, again, it, it's and 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 keep in mind, you know, those are exceptions to the rule. The fact that that uh, uh, you guys were able to to eventually go and 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 purchase uh, real estate um, as adults. Is huge, but but you again are the exception. You're not the rule. You are the exceptions to the rule because mm-hmm. think about the guys you grew up with. Think about the guys you sure. work with. Think about all these other people that you know. You are the rule, exception. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Mm-hmm. I'm glad great. to be the exception, though. I tell you that. <laughs> I'm good. You know, I, I feel bad, like I said, for that nine. But as I stated, the four of us, we don't know nothing about that nine, man. <laughs> <laughs> not a goddamn thing. We talking like power to the people, man. Please, man. Got a refrigerator full of food up in these houses, man. Come on. Oh, man. <laughs> well, here's, here's an even funnier thing. Uh, both you and and Keith, while you're you're in the upper echelon, you probably work your coworkers. Probably a lot of them to maybe I won't say half, but a lot of them were still in the same. Um, economic tier, econ- yeah, econ- not, not financial tier, but yeah, economic like, tier, yeah, yeah. Like for me, the job I have, I'm we're all in the same boat. We're all homeowners, and you know, living that way. The only people who are not homeowners are the people who are just starting their careers. <laughs> They're right. renting apartments, but right, everybody else, right. like all my coworkers, suburban house, uh, suburban homeowners. Now mm-hmm. most of them, you know, you know, 
two household incomes, but it's still versus um, like if in Keith, I'm pretty sure he while he had a has a single family home, a nice home. Pretty sure some of his largest co-workers were probably renting it out, you know, renting sure. apartments, you know, yeah. stuff like that. And same thing with Keith or uh, Derek. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. I, I was asked several times, you know, how'd you do this and how you, you yeah. know, and, and you you sit down and you explain like this is what you need to do, this is how you need to save. You know, you can't always have the latest. Eventually, you know, once you get the crib, then you do what you got to do. But to get that that down payment, man, you got to you know you got to cut back in some areas, you know, definitely. And then you and then you get lucky, and then you get and then you had to get lucky, and we got lucky, and we got lucky. But like I said, I'm, you know, I'm not here. that ain't me like i said you know we talking about the struggle and the plight of the black man and you know we all black but you know really really Really? it's a struggle for our other brothers and sisters who's trying to make it out there how can you be free people ain't free how about that Everybody can't be free, okay? Sure. Derek is saying it as a joke, but he's 100 percent right. Somebody's got to do the work. Somebody, and I'm not doing it. That's it, man. Somebody's mm. got to be down there, you know, hammering it out, man. We all can't be here. It's just, it's just, it's just the way it is. Let's just be glad we all cousins, and we saw all of us pushing to strive to do better. We got born into the right family. That's it, man. Now, right. The real, the real mm. thing though is while we're fine. Is that our kids are really up against it because right. the, the yeah. scope, the, the jump from what my, our parents bought the house for and what we bought our house for. Right. By the time you know Preston Pierce get there, it's going to be a sub scene. I mean, well, I, I can tell you right now. I mean, I, I you know I we you know uh, when you you know you, you knew we were looking. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just looking around. Um, just the obscene, like you know, not just the interest rates, no, but the obscenity of, of of the housing market is is way way. It's almost if it's as if it was by design. Like they saying, now nah, we don't want nobody else to get you know to to you know. They keep talking about they want you to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. I'm like, well, I got boots and I got straps. I'm, I'm trying to do it, and yeah. they're like, nah, you can't you can't you can't do it no more because uh, yeah. you know, just take a a, a gander. On on realtor.com or Zillow or one of these places, and just look at what's going, what they're selling for, and the price they're selling it for. I just read an article today that said that unless you make over a hundred k a year, you can't afford a new car because of the interest rates and the price of cars. And you know, people are saying, "Well, it's the supply chain and all this other nonsense." Just think about that. You cannot, you know. I mean, uh. Uh, we all got new cars as 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 young people. Like I mean, um, uh, my nephew uh, recently recently made that purchase, but that's that's a hell of a leap. I mean, you know, he you know he he dove into the deep end of the pool. Yeah, um, he, I seen the commercial the other day. Kid you not, on the BMW, something was something BMW. It's hundred k, over hundred k, but you can lease it for nine hundred ninety nine dollars a month. Right. Who, how, who can afford a $999 nah, a month nut for a car? For it's a car. Crazy. And you got to pay rent and eat you and pay yet. insurance. Mm-hmm. Where you get all this money from? Yeah, we just bought a new car. And the the biggest killer is, like my brother said, the interest rates are a beast. They are just crushing, crushing people. Yeah. So while you know, we do okay financially, when you when they come back to those numbers, it's like, how's that number even right? And then mm-hmm. it's always oh, it's, it's, it's the interest rates. The interest rates are so 
out of out of whack with what's logical and what you think is going to be that it makes it almost impossible. I was uh, when I was on vacation, I was uh, a a young lady asked me because I was wearing my, one of my Howard sweatshirts. She's like, "Oh, you going now? I'm going to go visit that school." I said, like, "Well, I hope you know, hope you go there." And I was, you know, later on I was talking to Kim, my wife, and I was like, "It's still crazy to think about why I love my school and I that." The education that Howard provided me, there's no way in the world that education is is worth that much more now than when I got it 20 years ago. This it's 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 insane. There's no way that I mean, and I got a great education, but it's not. How in the world in 20 years did that all these colleges jump from say if your school was ten thousand dollars a year, which would be crazy, to being sixty thousand dollars a year? How is that yeah. even possible? And then if you take a loan. You got to pay back the loan. They just bought back the people have to pay back their loans. I think last Sunday or something. Yeah, last month. Right. Yeah, right. That's, that's, that's your cousin. That's my son. Yeah. So yeah. now you got to pay back these loans and try to still live, pay for rent or your car or insurance. I get food and just have a normal life. When we grew up, it wasn't this type of pressure. You know, you had loans, but not like the loans that these kids have to take to just to go to school to get a degree in something that they can hopefully work in. And, and what happens a lot, they get to these degrees and they go try to find these jobs in, this, in the career that they want to take and they can't find it. So now they have to settle for something until something else opens up. Hey, my brother, I, I, Anthony, I'll ask you a question. Now, I know you got a scholarship there and that helped out a lot. But what do you think your tuition is for out of state at UVA right now? I, I, uh, I'm, are you looking at the number? Yeah. Okay. This, 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 this number is okay. from 21, 20, 21, 22. I'm going to guess it's out probably about 45K a year. And it used to be out of state was about 10, 12 a year. Okay. If price is right, you would be under. But here's the thing. In-state tuition for 21, 22, 2021, 2022, in-state tuition for uh, UVA is 19244 Whoa. That's in-state. Out-of-state, survey says $53,626. A year? 200k to go if you if you finish in four years yeah now you you got a great education out of virginia is it and then you've been out of school what at least a long time yeah is it is it (laughs) but is it that much is it no is it is 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 the the price value is is the bang for my buck that That no no it can't can't possibly be because again as i said if you're going if you're going to school to get a bachelor's degree in and whatever it is and it costs you 200k. Think about how long it takes for you to get a job and then start to make the money so that that 200k was worthwhile. Now we all know that over the course of, of a life and a career um if you have, you know, unless you unless you're fortunate, you find yourself a, a a really great municipal situation. But most generally speaking, uh, you will make uh, you know I forget, I forget what the numbers were for for people that have a bachelor's degree versus uh, just a diploma high school diploma uh, over the course of their lives how much what that what that differential is and like I said there are exceptions because there's some people who who are working blue collar jobs who make way more money than some of these kids that are going to graduate from Virginia with that two hundred thousand dollar nut you know if you're a plumber you got your own plumbing business or if you're if you're a contract you got your own contracting business so you know you're gonna make pretty pretty good bank. Um, Oh. I don't know that 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 money that expenditure is is anywhere near worth it. I I, I remember it. it used to be, and I, I you know I'm, I'm 
I, it's a long time ago, but I remember it being like you know way way below ten thousand for 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 uh, out of state student like in state students. It was almost nothing to go to school. Yeah, they were going free. Yeah, right. And and that's the way it should be, and that's the way it was. But then they cut away the uh, educational dollar, um, um, you know, which is which is insane. What you just post? You said, oh, oh in 2021, median income for recent graduates reached fifty two thousand dollars a year for bachelor's degree holders, age twenty two to twenty three, for high school graduates the same age, median earnings. Yeah, so it's about a twenty thousand dollar a year difference and over the course of time. Again, depending on what the situation is, depending on where you find your situation. But then again, uh, now you got to pay back the loan. You got to pay back the yeah. loan. Yeah, that's so what I'm saying. You got to, and that's not. It's not that you're paying like a, like a, like a like a home mortgage, you know, uh, or interest free loan. This is this is a loan with interest attached to it that you're paying. Yeah, that that's going to take forever to get down. And 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 the federal dollars, the the FISA dollar, is it FISA? Uh, oh, FICA, 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 whatever, yeah. whatever it is. Uh, um, um, those federal dollars are not the same. The amount they they they've gutted that. So the money that you get for yeah. your for your tuition assistance, you know, tap or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, that money is nowhere near what it was. You know, I mean, uh, I didn't have to take out a student loan, a real loan until like I think like my junior year. Um, and that was the first time I took it. But even when I graduated, I had I had probably fewer than ten thousand dollars in loans. I had think I owed about six or seven thousand dollars. That's that's how cheap it was. I mean, you know, yeah. um, and, and I, to me, I, I was like, "How dare they charge me this money?" You know, what I mean, you know. Uh, and now you look, you know, I mean, uh, my son. Uh, fortunate for him, and unfortunate for us, you know, we 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 ate the first couple of years of his, you know, tuition, um, and he has about um, maybe about ten to twenty k in in student loan debt that he bad. has to pay, which That's is not bad. That's over great. The, you know, young man over the course of uh, over the course of his life. But still though for what is for the kids, interest interest rate they charge, Anthony? I don't even know. It's it's uh it's not it's not like uh uh, uh Vinny the nose interest rates, but it's <laughs> but it is but it is kinda, you know, it's it's for a kid that does not have a job. You think about your college graduate. Kid does not have a job. I mean, you're fortunate if you can kind of graduate from whatever school, you know, university, and then go right into whatever it is you want to do. But yeah. most of these kids, as you just pointed out, Key, you know, they graduate with a degree in something that they're really interested in, and then they got to find a gig to, to do it. Yeah. And that that takes a whole lot of hustle and grind, and then major find burden. the job. Then hopefully you can you can make it happen, make it work, and then then it's then it's a problem. That was my fear of coming out of school, and I lucked out. I, my, my biggest fear was I was going to graduate and have to get a job before I got the job that I studied for for four years. And I lucked out. I had a job before I even graduated. But most guys, I, you know, like my, my nephew, they get out and they got to try to find something to hold them over while they try to get something else that they think they want to do. And that becomes stress on another level. I mean, you get stress of a bill, a stress of... Am I ever gonna get there? I spent four years studying, you know, apple picking, and now I'm over here doing this. Picking I, oranges. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Am I ever gonna get there? And sometimes what happens, a lot of times, you keep picking the oranges because by the time apple comes along, it's like, listen, I've been doing oranges for tw- 10 years now, I'll just stay doing apple oranges. Yeah, yeah. become an expert at oranges. And, you get comfortable. And, and, you get comfortable. Yep. That's it. That comfortability sets in. Or, or life sets in, man. You yeah, know what you I mean? Don't like saying, once you start making money, now you got to make, you got bills. So, so, so all of a sudden you got a rent payment or, or if you're, you know, 
fortunate enough to make enough money picking oranges. You got a small mortgage payment mm-hmm. and all of those things don't allow you the flexibility to just go, you know what? I'm going to stop doing this. I'm going to do what I want to do. Uh, or you got health care, which you need. <laughs> oh my so you gosh, can't just yeah. leave your orange picking job to go pick apples that may not offer health care at the, at, as a, at, the, at the level that you have to enter it. Now, you talk about health care for black families. Health care is very low. Even those who work mid-income mid, mid, um, mid mid families, their co fees are like $75, $80, $100 to go see a doctor. Right, so they don't go. What they don't hell? go. You can't afford to. What, what coverage they got? What kind of bullshit is well, that's the thing. They don't have coverage. They have either uh, person, uh, uh, they have their own I don't know nothing um, about personal. What you'll notice I'm quiet because I don't know nothing about what you're, I can't relate to what you're talking about, man. I'm like, well, yeah, because yeah, you had a job that allowed you to have, yeah, I'm like, a, like I got, my job. I, I mean, I have, I pay like 15 bucks. They go yeah. in, they, they give me what I need and, uh, and I'm gone. And uh, when I went to college, um, I get a bill to the coach. I don't know nothing about what y'all talking about. And I don't know, this is like a foreign subject. Now I know what happens, you know, cause I see my daughter when she was, she was stressing, you know, I told her, should have played ball a little bit harder. Go for free. <laughs> start Damn, looking at boys. Man. You see what happened when you start looking at boys? Now look at you. You brought this on yourself. You see? But I, I, I do understand. You know, um, I, I feel bad. You know, because it's like I, I, I try to relate sometimes. And by far, audience, I am nowhere near rich. I'm comfortable, and it's through luck and connections that I made, I was able to move and groove around. But when I look at the numbers and I watch some of the news shows, definitely my heart goes out to, you know, to those folks um, who struggle, um, didn't have, didn't make, I always say this is it's luck when you make the right moves and you don't make the right moves growing up the way that we did, because it's easy to go the other way. Cause that's right. the easy route. But you know, we were just, I don't, I don't know how we got so lucky. I, I, I don't know what, when you look at our family in general, we 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 all right, man. Look across the board at all our, our cousins. Every everybody, you know, unless somebody's asking y'all for ten dollars, because ain't nobody asked me for ten dollars in you know, it, it's been a minute, you know. So I think we really got blessed. Um am, am I right? You know, no, 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 I mean, you're right. Generally this generation is done okay, but I think Tomorrow. Wait, wait, wait. wait. It's, it's a little bit. It's, it's a little bit more than okay. You're downplaying this. We got a okay, guy. So, we got a guy right now driving them. You know, you know, one of them big trains, man. We got a guy driving the train. No, we no, got, no. We, yeah, we got we, we got somebody else. You know, talking about mental health, and you know, you got in trouble trying to bring her on the show. <laughs> we got a career army guy down south. They brother. So you know, we we Air Force. We, right. We got another guy down in D.C. doing his thing, even though his brother living with his mama. But that's my choice. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm, am no, I lying? You're no, laughing, lying, but it's true. Just... Nah, we ain't got to put anybody's business in the streets. <laughs> they don't know who I'm talking about. No, I ain't give nobody name. No, he lived right. with his mama, but he got a master's, and it's by choice because he don't want to deal with the real world. But he good yeah, though. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? So that's that's the point I'm making. We somehow, <laughs> damn, it's like yo, everybody get up. This is, it was a drive by. We all right? You know, it's got spray. So I'm checking my chest right now. Like you hit, you hit. So, so where did I lie? At? Did I lie? No, no, no not no. lie. Okay, oh, so let the people know I did not lie because people need to understand I didn't lie. But these are just the facts, man. And we somehow 
as a family. Oh, driving around again. He's coming around. He's coming around for another shot. I feel like I'm being straight. As a family, somehow we were able to maneuver through the pitfalls and do okay. That's the point that I'm making. Damn, man. Oh. Y'all, act, y'all laughing like I was lying, but that's why I had to ask y'all so the folks know. I'm not, I ain't telling no lies on the show. We did. No, no, no. Okay. Everything you said is is factual. There you it's go. True. There you go. Okay, it's that's true. all. That's all. But he all facts don't need to be revealed. You know, it's not no okay. deposition. You know what? Mm-hmm. He don't live with his mama. Okay? He's like, how's that? No, not that's, not that's, 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 that's unfactual. I mean, okay. no, said it's fine. Lie, 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 lie to the folks. All right. He live with his mama. It's true. Okay. Man, man. Crazy. All right. Black man just trying to explain himself. This is ridiculous, man. Anyhow, yeah, so we did pretty good. Even though we talking all this struggle, I don't remember that you guys struggled. I don't remember that. I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember. I'm just saying that, 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 I mean, you know, to Mark's point before we move on, uh, it is a totally new world for, for uh, our kids now. Our kids are dealing with a whole another set of, of difficult circumstances because, again, the, 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 the uh, society has shifted and the dynamic is such that that the income inequality is finally starting to really have real world impact. So mm. kids that are in their 20s and, you know, in, in, in early 30s now are looking at the situation where they not be may not be uh, unless they encounter a great deal of luck, may not be in a position to buy any real property. Uh, they may not be in a position to 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 help. They just, you know, I mean, uh, move out <laughs> anytime soon. You know, where where they where their their lifestyle. They better go shack somebody. They better go shack it. Yeah, I, I, would, <laughs> I wouldn't move out neither if everything was given to me. I'm trying to get mine out right now, man. Shoot, man. But that's but a, maybe she's not in a position to to go. Yeah, that's the thing. Oh, I mean, I mean I'm sure. If she, I, I'm, I, yes, there's a great advantage. Mom won't even go move in the basement, and I offer to fix it up for. Her. Okay. Right, I so would stop, love so for my stop, boys, stop, man. You know, need to go to financially be able to move out and as I call it, say as I say to them all the time, start your life. I know they're living their life when you the girlfriends and nine and all that stuff. But to really move out and start your life. I mean, I was I was living on my own damn. Right out of college, right? Um after my sophomore year, I, I never came back home from school. I think yeah, sophomore year wow. I came back. And then at that point, I was just living down and, and on my own. Now, financially, neither one of them could do it. Especially, but think about what you just said. You were able to do it and you were working part-time and going to school. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was able to do That's it. Major. I did my, my first job in television, when I finally graduated, my first job in television at News Channel 8 down in, uh, in the Washington, D.C. area, I was making $14,500. But I was able to live on my own. Um, I, I didn't have like a separate house in hand. You saw the places I lived in. I, we, we had a nice apartments. I lived in Adams Morgan at one point. I have, had a place Except in for that uh, one over there in Southeast. I, I swear that, to God. That was when I was still in school. I was still in school then. Southeast DC. That place no. was dicey at its top <laughs> level. <laughs> at its top level, that place was dicey. That was. This is a true you know story, Derek. I pulled up to the house because I was down there. I was working in town. Yeah. Right. I pulled up to the house. I parked my car. I drove down. Parked my car. And I can't be more than 50 yards from the front door. Left. And I think to myself. Anthony, 
it's a first down. That's how far you were from the, from the door. It's a first <laughs> down. And I'm saying, I don't think I'm going to survive. <laughs> I don't think I'll be able to get from the car. You know, it's like you ever see like like the like those, those that's like the the nature shows when the wildebeest get to the river yeah. and they're being chased by the lions in the backside, but in front of them is the crocodiles. That's how I felt. It was that I bad. Felt like that, I felt that like that place. wildebeest trying to decide, can I make it across this river? <laughs> it was it was like because I lived in a, 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 in a um I guess a garden apartment in this I don't, yeah. even, I don't know even uh, apartment because it was like the no main building there. and it was a garden apartment. I picked the garden apartment because it was cheaper. And I could have my own little private door. Now, this is how it's a good thing I was young and naive because if I had any kind of knowledge of danger I was in, there was no way in the world I would have done this. There's no way. In the so, man, this is a bad story. So, anyway, so I, I, had to, I had to get my own place and I couldn't afford the main building because that was like, I think it was $200 extra. Yeah, they right? had locks on that one. <laughs> the main building was like a. Uh, the main building was like a high rise, you know, like an apartment, apartment uh, building. And they had the oh, garden God. apartments. I think it was like two story garden apartments. Yeah. So I was like, oh, you know, it was two hundred dollars less, even though the main building was nice. It was two hundred dollars less. So, well, listen, I can go. I can afford this. So I was living on the bottom floor of one of the garden apartments, and and the benefit of that, you had a, a sliding glass door for your little patio in the back. I was like, oh, good. I can have a little my own separate entrance. I went. I got a little lock from whatever the little. Uh, Local hardware store. Mm-hmm. I installed it poorly. Like it was the type of deal where if you, just, <laughs> if you had any kind of strength, you could open it by just pulling it real hard and it would open up. <laughs> but I didn't have anything to steal. So you broke in. What the hell are you going to steal? <laughs> I don't have any, you know, I don't have any, I have nothing. I have, uh, I th- my couch was an inflatable mattress. That's how much I had and didn't have. I had a TV and that's it. So anyway. I got oh, this place. I put this little lock on so I could go into the back. And then the first thing I came visit, I was like, listen, this, this is what I got. This is where I got to live. Then I was still in college. Then, so I, I didn't fear it as much. Even though when I heard gunshots one time, I was like, okay, well, you know. Gunshots? Went, yes. Pop, pop, pop. <laughs> I was like, well, nothing this is window. I'm good. East D.C. doing the crack. Doing the crack. Right. Because he's yeah. hungry. Yeah. So, but because I was young and dumb and, you know, the the... the it was like it didn't so, phase me how dangerous it was. So, Aunt, when you saw this, you didn't get a couple of dollars to get your brother out of there. <laughs> I was working. I was doing the best I could. I mean, you know, I mean. So you left there knowing that your brother was in danger. I shifted gears and peeled out. <laughs> peeled I lived out there for about a year, I think. Yeah, yeah, about a year. I, peeled. I was only. Oh, I only went there one time, so I don't know how long. <laughs> about a year, and then I moved on up. I got a nice little place at Adams Morgan, which is really nice. No, that's probably yeah. Once once you got out of there, yeah. but like you know, oh, really? that place. And I used to go by there all the time because what happened was I used to work like you know I used to work in D.C. Right. I worked in Virginia, uh, and sometimes I worked through the South. So if I was going you know that way, I would always stop in D.C. or or, or the D.M.V. You know, to pop in, hang out, hang out for a couple of days, and then keep keep it moving. I would leave because usually, like, if I had these these southern tours, uh, and I would drive down, you know, I I'd break up the trip. I'd stop, you know, right. drive four hours, stop in D.C. or or uh, Northern Virginia or Maryland, and then you know, boogie on from there the next day. Uh, but that trip, you know, because I was working in D.C. and I, you know, I was like, oh, come by. They gave me the address. Real dark. 
And I'm like, yeah, there's, yeah, there's no streetlights. No, it gets dark. <laughs> but, but like, like you know, you ever see like like the wolves' eyes glowing in the dark? You know, when you shine the flashlight in them, that's what it looked like. I was like, yo, these cats is out here. They just oh they're literally waiting for me. You know, I mean, I had to roll lots anyway. But I'm like, no, I said, like, I cannot make it from here to the front door. Damn. Right, it was it was pretty bad. Yeah, it was bad. But, that's bad. That's bad. You know, that's. I was young because it's funny. I think when Preston graduated high school, which I don't know, whatever year it was, twenty fourteen ish, maybe I'm not even sure how long ago. Um, we went to DC as as a family trip, so I said, "Let me just take you back to where I one of the places I lived." I showed him the two places I actually three places I lived, and going back then, this broad daylight, I'm a grown man, wife and kid. I'm like, damn, this is scary. I lived here. And people look at you like you see you come through like what the what are you doing here? I'm like I, I used to live here like years ago when I was in college and young and dumb. Wow! Yeah. I tell you what saved me. I tell you what what I believe saved me is because I was so afraid to get out of car. I just sat in the car so long. They must have thought I was a knot. They must have thought <laughs> no, they must have think I was undercover because I mean you know they were watching me, watching them, watching me. Damn. And then you know Cass finally said, "Yo, let's get off the block. The block is hot." You know that I mean, because I was just sitting there. You know, I mean, you know, with, you know, in a car. <laughs> Obviously, it's not a, it's not a police car, but they they didn't know what it was. New York tags. They had no idea. So maybe they just right. figured, yo, I don't know what's going on. This might not be good because they were up to no good. They figured anybody that come around must be up to no good, and that probably saved. If I just parked and hopped my ass out of the car, <laughs> I'd have been a hashtag. It would have been a t shirt with my picture on it. That's mm-hmm. what it Damn, I, I never felt scared there, but it was it was funny. It's scary, but not as scary as the story I saw in 60 Minutes the other day. Um, I was watching this story about this guy, Jeffrey Hinton, who was the father of the the chat bots, the the, uh, artificial intelligence. Uh, And he was, you know, they had done a feature on on artificial intelligence, I guess, back in the spring. And they followed back up with him, uh, you know, just to talk, you know, now that these things are starting, you know, like starting to pop up. We have chat GPT. Chat uh, Chat GPI or whatever it is, and these other chat bots and, and and Google is working on it. And he was talking some stuff that made me think of every horror film I've ever seen about the robots taking over. Whether it's iRobot, <laughs> Terminator, Ultron, you name it, or on HAL Nine Thousand and Two Thousand and One Space Odyssey, every robot story ends the same way with the destruction of man. He said he was talking that. He said he's really afraid that they learn at such a fast rate and uh, they will develop conscience at some point, sentience uh, at some point, and then they're going to be able to think for themselves. And he said what they'll be able to do to keep you from turning it off, I don't know if you guys saw the new Mission Impossible, but that's pretty much what the premise of that one is. Uh, there'll, There'll be an artificial intelligence that'll be able to manipulate human thought uh, because it, it's going to have access to psychological profiles and understanding human nature and thinking at a level so high above you, it'll convince you that you can't turn it off. It'll convince you that shit has to go this way or that. Um, he said this thing. He said he's really. He said the the better the good benefits like for like medical you know treatments where they can you know simulate you know a million and one different uh, uh, treatments you know over you know uh rapidly and 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 try to think through some of these 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 uh medical problems that we suffer is one thing but who's to say that these machines won't decide you know what here's an idea and 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 decide for whatever reason that humans are the ones the reason why the planet sucks 
and get rid of us. Anthony, I agree with you 100%. If your guys get a chance, um, got to watch. You got to watch that. Yeah, but you also it. go to the movie and watch The Creator. Based oh, on, the new movie. Yeah, yeah. Based on AI, where there is a AI that controls all the computers and electronics in the world. But it's only a child, but has that type of power. But as she grows, she gets stronger. Mm. But then it shows how, you, you know, the United States always put their the money in stuff. Then, then when stuff gets fucked up, they want to blame somebody else. So they, so they try to blame it on the AI. So the AIs are trying to protect and live, but the, but the United States is trying to kill them. That's what the movie is based about. But it showed how this AI was able to learn by watching TV and gather all the information up. The same thing when we was watching last night, uh, they were showing uh, the two robots playing soccer again. Right. And how they they figured the moves out and how they're going to do this and do that. So when they made these AIs, they made it with growth. And they're going to grow. They're going to get smart. Then they'll be able to connect with other AIs, with computers. And like you said, they're going to change the whole world. Yeah, I mean, he was saying, he said that what they, you know, like the the, the soccer example was they just built two robots. And they, they, they gave him a ball. And only instruction they gave him was you have to score the ball. And so the robots over trial and error. So imagine, you know, you running, uh, you know, a uh, hundred thousand simulations in a minute of how to score the ball. Eventually you learn and then you learn how to score the ball more efficiently. And then before you know it, every time you kick the ball, it's going in, it's going in the, in the goal. And it's, they said that they layer the, the, uh, the, the software, the algorithm. It's almost like, he said, like it's like a wafer. They keep layering it on mm-hmm. top of each other. So what happens is he was trying, what he was trying to do, he was trying to do exactly what Tony Stark did in that movie, trying to create a neural, Network, uh, artificial intelligence. Yes, and they he they have literally uh, set the set set in place Ultron or Skynet or whatever the hell you know uh, uh, the, or what's the one from the uh, uh, X Men the, uh, the the Sentinels whatever kind of artificial intelligence you want to create Master Mode whatever kind of artificial intelligence uh, nightmare you have they've already put it in play hey, that hey, shit. Hey Anthony, I know one thing. They ain't gonna worry about the property line because they ain't gonna be nothing. <laughs> no, it's, it's over. It's over. Like I said, once the AI realizes that the reason the Earth is dying is because of us, then we become the enemy. That's it. There's no, there's no way to get around it. And 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 this dude, I guess you know, he's an older guy. He's in his seventies, and he said, yeah, he's afraid. He created it. You know, he thought it was good to do it, and now he said he said he didn't want to be like uh, Oppenheimer, where uh, he. He comes up with the idea, solves the problem, and creates the monster. And then uh, the monster, he said, you know, his big fear is that the monster will be given to a government. He said the thing he doesn't want to have is autonomous uh, military robots. Mm-hmm. it. That's the Terminator. That's He's Terminator. talking about the Terminator. Yeah, that's definitely straight up Terminator. So we remember with um, Lost in Space, we pull out the battery pack and the robot, you know. <laughs> so we can't, so we, with all this we creating, they can't, you know, unplug the, uh, the AI? No, see, because in Lost in Space, it was the 1960s and they had not figured out that there would be an internet that would connect all this electronics, you know, globally. You know, Shit. everything, your money, your, you your, gotta, your finance, your health information, your DNA information, your everything. 
You got to charge your phone up. What if we don't charge him up? Can mm. we deal with him then? It's like the it's like the robot from uh, the AI from uh, Airplane Two when he tried to unplug it and then damn thing went crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Let him like go crazy. Crazy. Let's unplug him. Shoot, man. Nah, I don't think he can be unplugged, man. It hey. Cannot be unplugged. Uh, you know, like I said, I mean, it's it, it, it might be the least of our problems. You know, uh, World War Three is is upon us. Uh, <laughs> uh, apparently, uh, over in uh, Tread Israel, Tread lightly. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say what I gotta say. Y'all saw the video. Right. I'm gonna say what I gotta say. Just the supervisor. Um, That's the supervisor. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, the Palestinians launch an attack against the uh, uh, people of Israel, the Israeli government, and the uh, Israeli government is retaliated and. You know, this problem has existed since 1947. It's not going away. We're still not dealing with it. Um, you know, you feel for, for both sides in this regard. Um, nobody, nobody who had anything to do with policy should should lose their lives. And at the same time, you should not keep people in an open air prison and expect them to be all right with it. That's that's what I'm going to say. Only thing that, that got me, which was sad that they killed so many innocent people that Really ain't got nothing to do with this stuff going on, man. You know, the kids and stuff. That, that that's what bothered me really, really bad. I was like, why the kids? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, and, and and again, you know, um uh we we get, you know, the 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 logic of 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 what happened. We understand it on a lot of different levels, but I think the politics of this situation was never truly dealt with. You know, uh, after World War Two, the rationale um, that has been used has never been checked. And, and you know, the, the reason why I'm being told to tread carefully is because anytime you say anything, uh, mm-hmm. you're going to be attacked by one side or the other. Mm-hmm. And and I'm trying to sit here and be, you know, like a, like a neutral arbiter. I, you know, it's like when you have when you have two kids who are fighting, uh, and that's really what it comes down to. These are two children fighting about the same toy. Uh, somebody's got to be the damn adult and say, yo, you know what? You go over here, you go over here. I'm snatching this shit. Neither one of y'all going to have it. Mm-hmm. And here's what I'm going to do. You can have half here, you can have half, or y'all can have none of it. Mm-hmm. All y'all. And move on. Mm. That's my piece. Good. I got nothing for this one. <laughs> and Mark, you say, see, Mark is quiet too. Me and Mark like our stuff. Listen, my brother say, uh, I'm not on that ship with you on this one. Yeah, I got to get off this train wreck, man. <laughs> like, ah. Yeah, I, I, I understand. Um, you know, I have my opinion, but I will keep it off the air. I mean, and and that's fair. I, again, it's it's it is it is it's dicey. It, this is dicey. It is dicey. No matter. Yeah, I mean, because but but think about why why is dicey, and that's that's what bothers I know, me more and, than anything and else. And that's why I won't say. I, I'm just going to say this. Um, I don't know why I get drawn into this nonsense, man. <laughs> but when you say, I'm gonna say, I'm not going to say an open air pr- uh, prison. But what I will say is, you ain't going to keep doing me any old kind of way. And think I'm gonna be all right with that, and not do something about it. I'll leave it like that. Okay, right. That, that's the uh, best way I look at that. Where you know, the, something's got to happen. Something's got to give. And I like think, I said, I mean, at yeah. this point, you know, I think I think both parties are proven. Yes, that uh, neither one of them can be responsible at all. Uh, and handle the situation. 
Nah. And and you know somebody's got to get in there and, and say, "Yo, uh, enough is enough." Agree. You know, this is what we're doing. This is how it's going to be done. Uh, tired of the talking. Tired of this. Tired of that. This is what we're going to do, and and then move on because that's going to drag the rest of us down unless the the robots kill us first. <laughs> so you know, uh, I mean, you know, it's up to y'all. The robots, the climate, some shit's going to go. Got to, got to give. Something's got to, something's got to give before it's all said and done. And we can't even help these people right now because we don't even have a speaker at the house. Dumbass Kevin McCarthy got his ass kicked out of, oh, out yeah. of his job last week. <laughs> <laughs> some guy named Max Gates. Max Gates, yeah. yeah now they're trying to show Max Gates you know, bullshit. But I'm saying, I mean, you know, this, this is where we, this is, like I said, the world is in bad shape. And, and I feel like, you know, we started this thing talking about the last 60 years, you know, and what's happened in the last 60 years since the March on Washington. I can't even imagine what the next 60 years yeah. is going to be. Cause right now, you know, if, if I'm standing here looking at this thing from 10,000 feet, shit look bad. bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. You know? That's a fact. Yeah. Uh, it's bleak. All right. Well, before we go, I know you guys are talking about. I think we were talking about it off the air real briefly. Uh, the uh, start of the NBA season coming up. Uh, you know, a lot of headaches going on uh, in that situation. Um, thoughts before we cut out. Well, I know the Knicks play tonight. You know, we're gonna see what they look like. Uh, Golden State beat up on the Lakers. Uh, Phoenix won. You know, the teams. You know, they tune it up, but they not, you know the stars are not really playing yet. Right. Right. But I tell you, this starts in two weeks. I like the move that um, Portland made. I won't even say Milwaukee because, you know, Portland got so much from everybody for one play where things just came their way. But at least with on the Milwaukee side with Giannis and Chris Middleton, when you throw Dame Dollar in there, that's, that's crazy because Dame will pass the rock. So that's what's scary um, and then Boston says, oh, you don't want holiday. We gave up smart. So now we got a defensive stopper and a guy who can shoot the ball and make plays better than smart. I, I, I like what those guys did. You know, I feel bad for Philly because, you know, Harden is up to his tricks again. That's why I guess Mark is quiet. He eating Philly cheesesteaks and all that stuff down there. Put on the fat man suit to bully his way out of a trade. But I like the moves that were made. And I got to give a shout out in spite of one of our um, Padres on this uh, podcast. Let's go, Liberty. Bring us a championship home. I don't care, <laughs> I don't care traffic get tied up. Let's go. <laughs> who, who are you talking about? I ain't going to say his name, man. Mark. Is it me? Uh, no, it's not Is you. Is it me? Is it me, Dirt? No, it's not you. Oh. And it ain't oh. me. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I want to be clear, folks. He's a native New Yorker, and he loves his New York clubs. But that traffic deal, he just can't deal with. And his, he's afraid <laughs> of the parade and the coverage and getting home late. So I get it. He got to get his rest. But that's the real reason. He wants them to win, but he wants the parade to be done in another borough. Can we make that happen for a cousin? Can we do it in the Bronx where he don't have to go through there and pray there? Other than that, he's just not rolling with the uh, with the Liberty. You know, that's just not going to happen. <laughs> I, you know, I mean, I, I, can't, I, I, would, I would like to see, I mean, which is kind of sad that the only New York basketball team to win a 
have a chance at winning a chip <laughs> since 1973. It's the girls. <laughs> the last 50 years is, is the liberty. But okay, you know, we'll take it. Um, uh, I, I think that the, the league has done them dirty, though. I think the league has done them dirty because, again, you know, I don't, you know, I'm not paying attention. And I'm the fan you have to get. I You have to get me, the casual fan right. of, of that sport. You got to get me to watch. You got to let, you got to put it in my face so I don't, I, I can't miss it. I'm watching lame, you know, uh, playoff baseball games when I should be like, yo, this is a chance for New York City to get a, a chip. First, and I'm not, because I'm not aware when the games start, I'm not aware yeah. of any of that because they, they're not doing a really great job at marketing. Well, that. the first thing, you don't put the game on Sunday when it's football for everybody right. at 3 o'clock when the games are already in, in, in progress. progress. Right. progress. Yeah. You don't yeah. do that. Because yeah. guys are not going to leave. They, they're going to stick with the football. Yeah, yeah that, that makes no sense at all to me. You know, Tuesday night, uh, uh, Wednesday night, back-to-back, and then, you know, you want to get them again. You know, nobody's watching uh, uh, football on Friday, especially now. You know, nobody's watching football on Friday. Give me a Friday game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then if you need to, you can give me a Saturday afternoon game. I mean, you know, people watch sure. college football. But in, in New York, you might you might pull some ratings to get, you know, to get, uh, you know, get these things up. Hey, hey one, one thing, because you just mentioned college football. I don't know if you guys noticed, um, but I got like a, you know, email, you know, uh, pop up. Deion Sanders prime Nike Colorado T-shirts are now on sale in Dick's Sporting Goods store. This guy's got a whole line out there right now, man. I actually, I think I, I'm actually looking at getting myself a prime hoodie. I, I saw him on the, I saw uh, that too. I'm like, God, li- he, he I'm like, like you know, I, yeah, he got yeah. he got a whole line up now, man. With gear, I'll let you know when I stop at Dick's what it looks like. Yeah, please do. I, yeah, it looked good. It's under Nike. It looks good. No, the shirts. Yeah, I saw more. I saw. I was on lids, and I saw them. I said, "What? Those look kind of hot." So yeah, I mean, good for Coach Prime. I yeah, mean, I, I'm, yeah. I'm hoping that this is a trend and that he sticks around at least a couple of years to get him a, you know, get him in the championship conversation. Because now they're already talking about he's getting looks for the NFL now. NFL head coaching job. I mean, I don't think he wants to go there. No, but, he said no. But if Shadur go, he might be like, you know what? Let me go coach my son. Exactly. 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 All right. Well, folks, if you have not subscribed to Power to the People, get on it. Get on it because this may be your last chance. I mean, right now we're doing it uh, electronically, but, you know, the robots may come for us and we may not be able to keep doing this. Uh, they may decide that they want to start, you know, blocking us out, you know, and, we, you know, we spitting, we speaking truth to, to power. You know, that, that gets people nervous, you know, especially the robots or, or, or other people other people who might be listening to the podcast. You said it. Let's be real clear. You <laughs> speak the truth oh, wow. about We ain't say no. You ain't get us drawn into that nonsense. I ain't doing that. Oh, okay. Well, I'm speaking truth to power. So go. just, you know, subscribe because, you know, you want to see where this is going to go. I mean, it's, it's, it's <laughs> oh, definitely it's going go. down. If you have not subscribed, make sure you, anywhere you get your podcast, you can get us. Anywhere you listen, you can find us. Ask Alexa to play power to the people. Um, and if you want to get at us, as as we said earlier, since nobody seems to listen to the show um, and we only had three minutes worth of product uh, last week, uh, get at us on Facebook at Power to the People on Facebook. Get at us on uh, Instagram. Uh, uh, all of our names are on Instagram, Comma Tony Powell on Instagram. Um, you can also find us on X, which is Power to the Peeps, P-O-W-E-L-L, the number two, the letters D-A-P-E-E-P-S, Power to the Peeps on, on X. And 
You can find us back here, same bat time, same bat channel next week. We'll see you then. Peace. Watch Peace. out for the robots. <laughs>